0: you're listening to final express with Lou. hi i'm back sorry for going mia last week i wasn't feeling up to recording or i didn't want to post one of this uh what am i talking about one of the episodes i recorded uh, before because i don't really like them or i don't like how am i telling the stories so i wanted to re record them or to pick another story as i did now however i wasn't feeling up to it so i skipped it on the weekend and i didn't feel about it good also on monday and then it was tuesday and i gave up so i'm back sorry i will not let you down because i'm back with a new true crime story this time from spain so the whole story starts with two sisters Josefa and carmen Josefa is older sister And Carmen is the baby sister, right? So these two sisters are four and five. When their parents uh, separate and they go through a divorce, the father moves and lives abroad, I guess in Italy, and the mom actually goes to live with the new husband. She didn't go abroad. I don't know where she stayed, if she stayed in the area of Madrid, um, where I guess they were living or where did she move to. But the problem there was that the man she was seeing, she wanted to be with, didn't want to have the two girls around. So she decided to go with the man and abandon the two girls. So, of course, they were very hurt by that. They had to be also separated. Josefa went to live with her grandma from the father's side and Carmen was somehow... um, Put into a boarding school. I guess she was like somehow in an orphanage or something like that. I'm not sure what kind of boarding school that was. So the sisters before they separate, they swear to each other: uh, we will always stay together, we will always stay in touch, we will always protect each other, and no one will again hurt us. So. Josefa and Carmen are actually reunited a few years later when the father comes back into the picture. He returns back from abroad with an Italian woman by his side. So he takes the girls um, to live with him and also with the grandma. Everyone lives together. The girls are back together. Some time passes, as I quite some, 20 um years later from the parents divorce so carmen is now 24 and it's the year 1981 josepha would be then 25 because i think she was only one year older than carmen so carmen being a young woman she of course has a man that she fancies it's a german-born writer manuel um manuel was German-born, but he was living in uh, the area of Madrid or in Madrid directly. He spoke Spanish, no problems. He was also making uh, money by doing translations from uh, German to Spanish, and this is actually how the two met. Cameron didn't hire him to make a translation, but Josefa was seeing a man at that time named Antonio. I don't know if Antonio is the future husband of Josefa or what happens there. Unknown status. Um, But uh, the man Josefa was seeing, Antonio, he would hire Manuel to make translations for him. Because he was apparently importing dogs from Germany to Spain or something like that something to do with the dogs and he would need someone to translate the documents from German to Spanish and for that he would hire Manuel so they became kind of like acquaintances through um, the work and also uh, kind of friends because um, Manuel would ask Antonio one day could you introduce me to a nice woman nice girl I did not know if Antonio knew that Manuel had a wife and three kids, but he, indeed Manuel is married and has three children with his um, wife. So they are introduced to each other, and one day they are like all hanging out at Carmen's place, I guess it's like a flat. And uh, while Josefa and Antonio are in the living room, the two other go to the bedroom, close the door. Yeah you now. So they had some kind of relationship between each other. yeah, Manuel and Carmen. Let's put it like this. One thing I should maybe say about Manuel was um, I already said that he was a writer. Um, that he was doing the translations from German to Spanish. But also he would write a book about the horrors of being born into a concentration camp of Germany in 1945. So that's an interesting fact about Manuel. So I guess um, he's childhood uh, might have been a bit better because uh, it's nineteen forty five when he's born but being born into a concentration camp and I guess having his earliest memories from there perhaps or after that um might not be the best. Alright. So he wrote a book about that. Um but that's just a side note to the main story. So Carmen and Manuel meet, thanks to Josefa and this Antonio guy that Josefa was dating back then. So uh, one day, um, it's 1981, when Carmen decides suddenly to pack up and go for a trip to Barcelona or to move to Barcelona, they're living in Madrid, and that's it pretty much. She's apparently accompanied by Manuel since they were seeing each other or whatever the decision was, but apparently they went together. At this least, this is what Josefa says. Um, She also suspected that her sister had been pregnant, because the last day that Josefa saw Carmen was the day when Carmen visits her at work. So Carmen arrives, suddenly shows up at um, Josefa's workplace, she says she needs to talk to her sister. There's something very important she needs to share with her. And uh, so Josefa asks her, look, wait here. Once I'm finished with work, we can talk in like, in, uh, in private and uh, you can tell me everything. But when Josefa finishes work, Carmen is not there anymore. She's gone. And this was the last moment actually when Josefa saw Carmen. Josefa remembers the day apparently very well. She also says that um, Carmen was very nervous and that she kind of suspected that her sister was pregnant. So Josefa knows that Carmen knows Manuel. She also suspected that her sister was pregnant. She knows that Carmen went to Barcelona to be with that man or with the man, if to be together or if... Um, he would just accompany her there and she would be there maybe the baby was the decision to do this move we don't know but um, um, the couple apparently goes to Barcelona and are in the area of Barcelona in a chalet together um, in like a small house where they live together for a couple of days Josefa is pretty sure that Carmen was in Barcelona because apparently a postcard arrived at the home address um, if I understood correctly it didn't arrive to like Josefa's place but it arrived to the place perhaps of the parents of the father and the grandma or something like that because um, Josefa has apparently never read the card never saw the card but apparently on the postcard Carmen says that she is in Barcelona together um maybe even mentioning um manuel not sure but uh yeah the family tells joseph um, this postcard arrived from carmen carmen is in barcelona she's fine no worries she she just wanted to be there she most likely wants to forget her past and so on So Josefa doesn't really report it to the police or fills in like a missing uh, person report because everyone is telling Josefa, no, it's fine, she's fine, you know, people do this all the time. They want to forget the past or run away from it, from their lives. So they move and they just lose the contact with anyone close to them to start afresh. And this is most likely what Carmen did. Um, there's mentions of Josefa like asking the police of to search for her sister but nothing much further into it no trace or something we are also speaking about 1980s i do not know what's the situation back then in uh, spain or um, what sources like the police has to search for a person i'm not very surprised that they were not able to find carmen like that however in 1999 uh the police uh, finds in a country home in the um, in the area of san salvador the guardiola i don't know how to pronounce that but um in this house um there's workers like working on the yard on the garden and um, a bulldozer reveals a body buried in the garden the body is of a female a pregnant woman that was pregnant with a six-month-old fetus they are unable to identify the body so even if in 1999 they find the body and um, this could be carmen they cannot tell because they are not able to identify the body also carmen went missing so there's no dna trace on any system of the police to be able to match the identity right because josefa didn't give a sample of her dna the father didn't give a sample of the dna so there's no way even if Um, They had the DNA from the body to kind of like lead them that it was indeed Carmen, right? This changes, however, in 2017 when uh, the police gets a match and it's because Yusefa actually provided um, DNA sample to the police. It happened because um, the father wanted to write his will and in order... Um, to, for that to be sorted out, they didn't needed to know what the situation with Josefa and Carmen, the, the kids of him, his right. So um, Josefa was all clear; she's there. Apparently, had still some kind of um, contact with the father, although apparently the relationship um, father daughter wasn't very much there anymore, from what I um, understood. But Carmen was another topic. Carmen was gone. They didn't know if Carmen was indeed living somewhere, if she was dead. So of course, the uh, I guess the judge who was working on the on the case of the will of the father or something like that, he said, "Okay, you need declaration of death of Carmen for me to know how the inheritance um, should be divided." I don't know how this works, so. Don't take me word per word, but I guess this is what the problem was. So, uh, the police has a match. Uh, and the match is actually with the body they uh, found in 1999. So now they finally know that um, the Jane Doe the police found is indeed Carmen. And that Carmen was indeed pregnant with a six-month-old baby... Um, a fetus um, at the time when she um, she passed away so what happened to Carmen? Carmen was apparently shot in the head uh, she was then buried in the garden of that home and um, the only trace was that she left with Manuel to live in Barcelona so um, the two of them would stay in that house so the main suspect is the man Manuel right we are there right right now so Manuel would shoot the woman with which he was apparently having an affair and perhaps a child I say perhaps because there's no paternity test yet done main war being yet and um, Would assume so because they went, they left uh, Madrid together, and um, everything, according to what Josefa knew, would uh, lead them to the fact that um, Manuel would be the one um, who would murder Carmen. Uh, Manuel is. Uh, by 2017 retired and resides in uh, Catalonia he's arrested in 2018 uh, but he denies to have murdered Carmen he admitted that he or they traveled together from Madrid to Barcelona that they stayed in that house in that home for several days but he also states that after a few days he left the house and he never heard of Carmen ever again So uh, a judge asks Manuel, okay, provide us a DNA sample to see if indeed perhaps the fetus was yours, if the baby would have been yours. Um, So he's a free man until, of course, the uh, results come in of the paternity test. And I'm no Maury or Judge Lauren Lake, but uh, I say you are the father. And it is true because the paternity test comes positive, so he was the father of the fetus. I'm sorry for calling it a fetus, but it is it. Uh, he, she, baby, unborn, you know, it's... This is not comfortable to talk about, by the way. <laughs> not at all. Um, okay, before I embarrass myself, back to the story. So Manuel has a motive his mistress or lover is expecting his baby now the judge wants to prosecute Manuel for murder and abortion Manuel of course appeals the court uh, for the decision but uh, nothing comes out of it anyways because um, they cannot sentence Manuel if he indeed did it, or if the judge thinks he did it, because the statute of limitation is over, twenty years have passed. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you will, you would uh, for murder you will get from twenty to twenty five years, perhaps. I don't know if it's the same in Spain or everywhere, but um, ish, and. Um, Uh, They calculated from the date um, that uh, they thought that um, Carmen would have died at the latest, and that would be uh, by February 1994, although she went missing back in 81 ish So um, they calculated from that date, and the date when uh, the action was raised against Manuel, as in... You're the perpetrator, uh, was 18 of December 2018. So from that, 1994 until 2018, is more than 20 years. Um, therefore, no go. And um, pretty much um, they couldn't do anything with it anymore. They just filed the case into archive or whatever and it's done with it yeah they cannot read, um, do anything with it now Manuel is a free man whatever he did it or didn't um, if there's proof uh, he did it nothing um, really cannot be done anymore so there are a few discrepancies um, with what Manuel told the judge and uh, how I found the case being described and um, some sources say he denied knowing Carmen at the beginning then apparently um, he knew Carmen but he didn't know she was pregnant he also said that yes they traveled together as friends um, but there was nothing more between them also the fact that um, he apparently they had made an agreement that um, he would leave back to Madrid to pick up his wife and children to move them into the area of Barcelona and she would be gone by the time he would come back who knows uh, was the scenario there but already the stories uh, differ it is also strange uh, one thing that I found it was mentioned somewhere that uh, Manuel would um, after living in that house, he would change his address quite frequently, like maybe trying to erase the truck back to the house where um, he apparently killed Carmen and buried her in the garden, and his unborn child. So he has a motive, right? Josefa was sure that there was a relationship between the two more than friends. Then the paternity test Uh, proves that there was something more than being friends between them so that's definitely a lie uh, from uh, Manuel if he made that statement that they were just friends yeah I I suggest um, or not suggest I think perhaps uh, he did Um, to be honest uh, you don't really remember what you did uh, two days ago what do I remember what I did 20 years ago right I was 10 back then. I don't know what I did when I was 10. But yeah. Uh, getting tracked. Um, so do you think he did it? Do you think he was okay with having an affair, but Carmen wanted more? Maybe she told him um, she was pregnant and he on purpose moved them to Barcelona to kind of remove her. But then he was like... Um, Okay, Carmen wants more because she's now um, having his child, and he didn't want the wife to figure it out. He wanted to pretend everything is okay, and then he just shot her to get rid of her, or maybe they had some altercation and uh, something happened more um, that he did it. Because I cannot imagine it wasn't him. To be honest, it's kind of black and white here, but um, or me being black and white um no gray here but um yeah I, I really think that from everything i read he did it he of course didn't confess to it um he apparently wasn't confessing from the beginning to a lot of stuff uh, that was between him and carmen but yeah so what's your theory Do you think Manuel killed Carmen? Do you think he did so because she was expecting his child? Or do you think so he just did it because he didn't want his wife to figure out uh, um, he he was together with Carmen and Carmen wanted more from him than just being the side piece? Let me know. You can catch me on Instagram as molly or on TikTok. Yeah, I have that to judge. I can already feel you judging. So stop please thank you and also thank you for listening in have a nice pandemic stay home wear a mask when you leave your home don't do parties only if it's like a Netflix one I think it's called Netflix party when you um, watch Netflix together with your friends but just stay safe bye